0: Another episode of Out of Focus. Sitting here with my house, Shamo. Shamo, how you doing, man? Out of fucks. Out, You're out, out of them? them? Yeah. Because I don't give oh, yeah.
1: any, anymore.
0: Out of fucks to give.
1: Yep, yeah. I, I gave them all during this week. Way too many. Yeah. What Tensions a are a little stressful. high. Yeah, man. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, several different things. First of all, today I'm starting a new job. Um,
0: yes, which, which makes, was a surprise,
1: which makes makes tensions a lot higher for me. Uh, what, uh, it's, what's it's your just, new job? It's, it's the same, same old, same old. Like, like still like restaurant work and everything. But it at this like um, it's called the supper club. It's a pop up restaurant uh, and. It uh, it is like going to work at the same location as the coffee shop that I'm working at. And basically what they need, it's um, like, uh, like kind of like a barista for the restaurant, which means I'm probably not going to be doing much on the barista side per se, but they said it's going to be a mixed position and where I'm going to be doing some other things. Uh, Cause they obviously want to make me, be doing things, not just standing there waiting for one coffee order per night or something like that. Um yeah. But yeah, it's exciting. It's different. Nice. I don't know.
0: Congratulations. Was it like something that you wanted when it was offered to you?
1: Well yeah, yeah. They they uh, like the uh, they offer it to me and it's kind of like cool because the manager from the coffee shop was the one that was uh, asked to like recommend people. And even though I'm on training she said like he's going to be he's going to be the best guy for the job. Uh because that is that you or me?
0: That's me. It's a bad one.
1: <laughs> That's close.
0: God damn. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's stressful times right now. Fuck, oh Stressful yeah. Stressful times. Yes,
1: yes. Um, so basically what happened is the manager is like, he's your guy because he can help you prep food if you need to. He can help you be a server if you need to, or he can do the coffee side of the barista. He's already been trained enough to like to do the coffees and everything. I cannot do the art, the latte art yet, um, but I'm working on that. So that's kind of like the big con of like hiring, hiring me but all the pros are like just the fact that like I can do other positions a lot better than any other people that she knows. So she was the one that suggested for me to be the guy hired and here I am.
0: So now it's like fucking good riddance, got rid of that guy, you know? Well, and we also, really- you no, know,
1: you know, this is a cool thing. <laughs> she actually made sure that I still keep my same amount of hours at the coffee shop. If I wanted to, she told me like, we can play around so that you are still like working with us. I'll just move your schedule a little bit like this way or the other way or whatever like whatever you need for you to be able to do both of the jobs. so here I am.
0: Oh nice. so you were part time, so now you have like two part-time jobs to make a full time.
1: I'm making sense with my hands, so, yeah I have three. Part-time jobs.
0: Well, you know, you can talk on a podcast, not do no, signs with no, your hands. I was,
1: I was chewing my nails because I'm fucking nervous as fuck. I keep on checking my phone every five minutes.
0: <laughs> well, uh, by the time this comes out, it may be over. You know, uh, I, the, for, for anyone in history, this is uh, no, November 6th. We are at the end of the week after the presidential election. We are
1: on election day number six.
0: <laughs> exactly, and people are waiting. Um, and people are getting, um. Frustrated. Yeah. I okay. So, um, the night, the the day of, and the night. Like I know better, especially now. Moving, I, I want to talk about something. I'm not going to go heavy into the election. Don't worry. Don't skip past this one yet. Um, yet maybe later. Um, but uh. <laughs> So I know since especially moving out to the East Coast that like you can't look at stuff even during a year when it's not at it, this apparently seems to be pretty close. Um, but in previous years, even when it wasn't, you can't really look until like really late at night at the earliest, right? Mm-hmm. I, because I'm used to on the West Coast, we found out like at dinner time,
1: you know, oh, it was exactly. like, oh,
0: okay. You know, it, it wasn't too far after, like, our polls would close. Like, most of the time, I knew before I went to sleep, right? And I wouldn't stay up late. Um, but here, obviously, uh, very different. And so I was, like, saying to myself, I'm not, I'm not going to look at things. I'm going to try and, you know, do other stuff. I'm like, I'm going to have, I'm going to have some wine. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to, like, ha- do something fun, you know, and distracting and work on that. So around God, it has to be 10.30, 10.45 at night. Um, uh, I've had a little bit of wine. I'm relaxing. My wife has joined me in that uh, pursuit. We're watching, like, dumb movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we wanted s- just dumb, distracting. So, uh, we watched Venom. I'd never oh, seen actually, it, but I it was just it. like... So, I was like, okay, that's the perfect kind of movie for the situation. Just like, you know, the sort of popcorn flick action go you know just yep. sort of suck you in into uh that so watch that so but then around you know 10 30 10 45 at night we just hear um this really loud like banging on on metal like bah 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 We're like, what the fuck uh and again bah 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 and then we can hear a man just screaming help help Help! Like, I need help! Cool. Help me! Help me! Boom, 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 boom. And we're like, what the fuck? Every, and you know, there's like a few people like we can see is we, we live up, you know, quite a few floors up in the air where, uh, uh, she's looking out a window. I'm looking out a window. Like, where is this coming from? Like, what's going on? And what does he need help with? Right? Um. Yeah, he's and, not saying uh, like I'm
1: trapped or something. Like, he's just saying help. No
0: just saying help so like we don't have information and he's banging on something all right so um uh in the room that i'm looking through it sounds like oh he's below me which is kind of like in between two buildings kind of like where like in in my apartment building like they keep the like cardboard you know and storage and stuff i'm like what the hell and that's where the fire escape is um So I open up the window and lean out over the fire escape and I can see, you know, it's late at night and kind of cold. There's a man like in a winter coat at our side door entrance to the apartment, which usually has like a little automatic door with a key, you know, and everything. And what I can't see, I'm up so high, like I just see him standing there and he's banging on the door and screaming for help. And um, like, what the hell? And my first thought is like, crazy homeless person right mm-hmm. just as like trying to get into the apartment or whatever there's no buzzer on those side doors mm-hmm. to get in there um and i hear a woman yells from like across the street like do you need help and it's like yeah he's screaming like yes i need help and uh, y- you hear her go are you bleeding he says oh no um and uh She's doing the uh,
1: trifecta, like, of assessment of, like, first aid. Are you, yeah, got, are well, you out
0: he of here? <laughs> well, and then he, he just starts saying, I can't get in. I can't get in. And, uh, like, th- by then, you know, Chelsea comes to the window and she yells, Do you live here? And, uh, he says, Yes, I can't get in. I can't get in. And, uh, I'm still thinking my, my radar for, like, crazy homeless person could still,
1: yeah, same. That we here, could still yeah.
0: be in that category. Um, but then she, you know, yells down from the fire escape, what apartment? And yells, you know, it's an apartment in our building. Okay. But uh, so we're like, okay, I guess the door is broken or something. And uh, so we like, you know, we're wearing like pajamas and shit. So like we put on clothes, grab a mask and we're like, all right, we'll go check this out. You know, we'll go feel out this guy. And if he if it is just someone locked out, we'll let him in. Um We ran into someone else like in the stairwell. It was like, oh, I was going to go help him. You got it. And we're like, yeah, we're going. And uh by the time we get down to the second floor, someone gets off the elevator. I recognize the coat. Mm-hmm. It's it's the dude. He And now that I see him, it's like definitely a man in like his 60s or 70s. He has a walker scooter thing and like was that you down there and he said yeah the door is broken it can't open and, and uh you can see clearly like to go into the front entrance of our apartment and that's where the buzzers are there are stairs yes. like, yeah like uh there's a few right there's like six hey, between six, like seven. six and eight yeah. Yeah. yeah there's stairs and then there's steps up to get into the doors just to even where the buzzers are but he so but those side entrances have a ramp.
1: So he's they, like he's is, disabled and he like couldn't use yeah, the yeah,
0: d- disabled older man couldn't get locked out of the building. But I have to say, of like all the nights to do that for when that you're night, yeah, yeah and, to be locked out. and when yeah to be locked out and also to have me personally like be at my most anxious paranoid state because Chelsea's going let's go down and help him. out. I was like he would be a crazy, dude. Crazy motherfucker! He could kill us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't know. Maybe this night is the night that the purge starts. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking purge, purge. But yeah, so that happened on the first day of election <laughs> night. So my God. plans for election day
1: were like uh, to disconnect from the world because uh, first of all, it was my birthday. So yes, I what a
0: birthday it was. I know. I
1: decided. I have like. I don't vote yet in this country, so I was going to, you know what, like, I'm just going to get the fuck out. I know this is going to take time. I know it's not going to be on the same day, and I was, like, having, like, you know, like, only if it was a landslide was going to be really obvious and, like, the election and everything, but I was, like, my feeling was, like, it's going to take more than two days, and I'm going to be so fucking anxious that I will not be able to be, like, okay. So we went with two other friends. We went camping on the Catskill to a cabin that we rented that had no electricity, no internet, no phone reception. And it was a complete disconnect from the world, which was much needed.
0: Um, How was that experience?
1: It was really good. It was like, uh, I I think like the weather was also perfect. Like it was cold, but not like freezing cold. So, we made a fire outside the, the cabin and then one inside for like heating up the place and just kept both of them going the whole night. And by the time, like, we were tired and like, like, we went to sleep at midnight because like we didn't have jack shit to do. And like, it was nice and all, but like we couldn't even go on a walk around uh, because, like, I don't know, like just like walking around wintertime by a creek with just flashlights like it wasn't the ideal and because it was only one night none of us brought like like a change of clothing or something like that we weren't gonna like we weren't planning on getting wet and then having to deal with these like the whole night and things like that so what happened was uh my friends got really drunk slash uh you know elevated elevated Elevate uh, and then one, one of them grabbed like a bottle of whiskey that they had and he started building this altar like just like putting flowers and little things and everything <laughs> around the bottle on the stairs of the of the cabin. And then the yeah. other two, like me and my other friend, like we're both photographers, so we're like, "Oh shit, that's such a cool setup!" And we started taking. We did like a whole full on photo session for the bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and it's one of the
0: to, now you gotta post it on like a Pinterest profile of like what to do with bottles laying around your house.
1: Well, it's more like product photography actually, because like. It like you can see the brand and it's like lit by the fire and it's actually like a legit like like photo like it ended up being like some cool photos. I'm I'm definitely gonna like try to like upload it somewhere and like tag the company, um, because it's some cool like photos that we got of that bottle. Uh, so yeah, and we were like cooking the whole night. And one of my friends like okay, so he is pescatarian. And so he, he grilled the salmon that he, we bought and like he ate that and everything. but then he had like uh, some mushrooms uh, that like he we brought here like from from a supermarket from here and he had it there right And we had food and then like they started getting like so drunk and in a moment like this friend goes like we should have the mushrooms and so we go get the skewers that there was in the house. The house was pretty well kept, uh, equipped for, like, a, a camping house. Um, yeah. And, and we got some skewers and, like, cooked them and made into Uh And It was, like, it was really good and everything. Then <laughs> the day after, after, like, he dropped me and everything, like, yesterday, I was, like, texting the group. I was, like, oh, thanks, guys, for everything. It was, like, really nice. Uh, he goes, like, you know what I was thinking about? We left – the the mushrooms outside and we never had them but then the next morning where they weren't there so i'm pretty sure an animal took them <laughs> and i was like dude we fucking had them we had them like these like these like, these. like i explained the whole process what we did how we ate it and everything it's like wait what he completely like wow
0: so they were of high quality then
1: Uh, (laughs) it was a good night it was a really good night i had so much fun
0: memory wipers
1: yeah no yeah it, it was it was intense it was intense and then the next morning woke up like just like we had still like some ashes with like some fire in it so I just like put some wood on top, made another fire, like heat up water, had a mate on the mountains, just chilling there.
0: Mate on the mountains. That mm. sounds like my next folk album.
1: <laughs> it's an Argentinian folk uh, like group. It's called Mate in the Mountains. Yeah. And, and in Spanish it also will work, Mate in la Montaña. He doesn't want yeah. to sound that bad. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. It's yeah, nice. Um, I like it. Why um, is like TM? Copy, TM? Yeah. yeah pretty
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of a a night like that, I wanted to to ask you because I haven't talked to you since then. We had a uh, before all of this, we had a virtual birthday for you. Yeah, a Halloweeny. A Halloweeny virtual birthday party. How was it? I I mean I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Um, I thought it was going to be kind of weird to be like only on a video call. And I thought like, because we did that before and it kind of like, was like, everyone just asking like, so how are you doing? Uh, but this time we had something to do, like Chelsea got that game and we got to like play it. And I feel like it, like it add up like a lot to the night. I really enjoyed it. And also we got to dress up.
0: Yeah, that's true. There were costumes.
1: Were you guys like dressed like for real, like a Halloween costume to be dressed like so fancy or was it just like we're going to go out kind of like feeling because you were dressed as if you were like on 1980s
0: or 18. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) it was just like I was thinking about what to do and also, right, I had to work that day. So Mm -hmm. it was it was taking like what what could I do? And it was like dressing up. Extra fancy, like could be costume ish, but then also I wouldn't look too strange at work, right? right. So it was, it was kind of like a balance for that. Uh, so, did you enjoy the night? Yeah, I actually thought, uh, kind of like you were saying, like it made me, I was, a, I'll admit, like a little like, uh, all right, well, if it's not too fun, maybe it'll last like an hour or two and we'll, like, all right, well, see you guys later. That was yeah. fun. But we were on for like, like four hours. 5 hours. Yeah, 5 hours. Yeah,
1: it's great. Yeah,
0: just like is the same amount of time like I think if we would have uh like we have in the past like had people over to our place for like a birthday party for you. Uh yeah. it was around the same like length of time, right? Yeah. Um and people hanging out and having uh side conversations and yeah, just uh Yeah, really I big. I really did enjoy it. So that same out.
1: day. That same day, right before, I think I had one of the best experiences yet in the United States of A, like, more I will say, in the U.S. of A.
0: Okay. Uh, Which massage parlor did you go to?
1: Yeah, happy endings, guys, are not what you're expecting. You know, they come and, like, they make you come.
0: Oh, see, I asked for one and, like, when they finished the massage, uh, she just, like, had a bunch of confetti and went, surprise! And it was like, the happy... Yeah, it's like, there's your happy ending. And i was like, wow. Da, 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 All right, da, 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 not da, da. what I was expecting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, nah, well, um, now I'm going to talk about these. Some serious... Oh, 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 okay. We're good. Let's lean in. I got to meet a professional soccer player and had lunch with her and I was so interested in talking to her because I was told the night before that like oh we're gonna have lunch and this person's gonna be there that I legit went full-on journalist brain and had like 14 different tabs open on my google chrome and I was like researching everything about her career and trying to figure out like Because I, okay, when was the last time that you interacted with an Olympic athlete?
0: Me? Yes. Well, I mean, every day when I look in the mirror, you know, it's like, oh. No, 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 not the
1: looks of one. You have the looks of one, but you don't.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: No, I was like, in my brain, I was like, I'm probably not going to get this chance ever again. And my journalist brain just kicked in. And I was like, you need to research about her. You need to check and you need to ask whatever question you have to ask for an Olympic athlete. If you have any questions that is particular... And then my brain went on like her career, like being a professional. Probably she had some kind of like failing in her career because every professional has some kind of failing on their career. And then like like was this whole thing in my brain? I was like, oh, like well, how do you come out of it? Like, uh, wh- what is like what is it like to be at the Olympic Villa? And and like all of these questions, right? Uh, probably over a hundred questions I had in my brain. I had to like calm myself down, and I was like, okay, now. Let's be more specific. You can get something that will get you the answer to that question, right? Like, how do you come out of, like, a situation? You could make it into a more specific one. So I found out that she was blamed for the – she is a Canadian soccer player. Uh, She was blamed for the 2015 loss in quarterfinals of the World Cup because she slid and then the striker from the other team scored. Uh, and then they lost the game so media destroyed her after so i was actually legit curious like what do you do to come out of that
0: and yeah holy shit yeah like it's just that
1: whole attack to your like to yourself and then like you having to like deal with like seeing like the like partners again in another game. And like, just like, it's going to continue to be your life. You're going to still be, that that's your job. You're going to still be in that environment all the time. So like, how how do you do it? And well, I had a conversation with her. The conversation was one of the most legit like conversations that I ever had with someone that is famous. Um, she straight out told me like, oh, like, no, I had depression. I went through these, I went through that. Like, I had to go to a psychologist. I had to do like these many like sessions of like, like being like checked by yeah, people because they're worried about me. And, and like, in, like, you know, she opened up completely. I wasn't expecting it. And she's like, oh, like whatever you want to ask me, ask me. And then obviously myself went into like the video game too. I was like, okay, so EA games. They made a version of you for FIFA. I know, like people can play like the game, like playing as you, and everything. How was that experience? And then she, like I mean, she's like, you know what? Like you want to talk about uh, inequality? Let's talk about that. Uh, because I mentioned that before, right? Like the inequality in paying yeah. and things like that. She's like, did you like? And, and I don't know if you knew this. Um, EA only paid male soccer players for their images. What? None of the female
0: players- That siren was my brain. That was my brain going, what?
1: That is so fucking sad. But uh, yes, none of the female- So they got nothing for that? Not a a one-time payment, not a payment for like the image, nothing. Because the association didn't do a good deal with them. Uh like they just like, oh like you're gonna do something with the female teams? Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. We need like advertising, but like they didn't even think about like they just relinquished all the rights like right away and like I think like for five years or something like that. So they had Damn. to take a whole fucking day to go be scanned and everything. They still didn't get paid, not even for that day of not, not being able to work on anything else. Like that's insane. If that's not fucked up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, God, that really, ugh. I know. And it's not EA. This is not the problem. The problem is not EA. This is... Well... Because, okay, another players with another associations that care about them got paid. And EA paid for that. And they would have paid for the rights of at least the national teams for for FIFA,
0: like... They would, I mean, they would have been dicks about it and fought it forever. And they probably
1: would have paid probably nothing, but they would have paid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that one, that one is like, it seems from what you've said that the blame would be on the, uh, association. That sucks. I, I would, uh, not be happy with that association. Well, yeah, no, like no shit like <laughs> but it was
1: it, I mean it was cool it, it was like the well even like one of the the coolest thing that happened on that day it was like oh, I ha- I was in a hurry so um, I, I told her like oh like I need to go record a podcast so I'm not gonna stay for too long um, and then she's like oh what's your podcast about and then I tell I told her about this one and about the other one um, yeah because i was going for the other one but like i was like i i'm gonna start with this one like this one is one that we like just talk shit about video games and like this is probably gonna like i'm gonna probably talk about you um and like i'm i'm probably gonna share some of like the things that you told me and, and she's like oh like I'm okay she has also a podcast that, like she like it's part of like, plug it yeah yeah I'll, I'll i'll do it but i'll check with her if she's okay with um
0: what I just shared here, um, Oh, before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Before. Like, yeah.
0: Well, you, you should, at least for like people that are listening to us, like should, uh, like, oh, who she is. Yeah, podcast. yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So um, I guess, uh, it let's hope that it's in the description link, uh, on our social media stuff. Yeah. That's where they can find it. Yeah. I, you, I'm, I'm going to make the effort it. to do that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Cause then, yeah, that's cool to, to check it out, and that, that's that's also what a unique experience to talk to someone like that. Which I don't know, I, I. You asked me when the last time you did something like that. I'm you know that I'm not into sports in any way, so it's like meh, never. Cause I I wouldn't never like try to set up situations like that. Of course, if it happened by chance, like what you're saying, like I'm going to this lunch and they're going to be there, then that would still be cool. But what a what a cool experience to and and to get like some insight into what those worlds can be like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, she also works with a lot of like um, like a lot of um, uh, what's the name of the things? You know, when people do things for good reasons, that kind of thing. Um, charity. Charity. Exactly. I was thinking about cherry, but
0: like the only thing that came was cherry pie. I don't know why. Um, because your favorite band from the 80s is Warrant. She's my repair,
1: Oh, Lord. Um. <clears throat> so well, what I was saying is that she does a lot of that. And, and we were even having a conversation about being bilingual. And obviously, because of the way I am and the way we are, apparently, I was always talking about video games and language. Um, and, yeah. yeah. And we were talking about, like, how awesome it is to, like, uh like some people can do it and she's like oh like I need to like brush up on my Spanish because I do a lot of charity that is like in places that they only speak Spanish and I want to be able to like interact with the people that I work with without having to like use a translator or something like that. Uh yeah. make it make it more personal, make it more like direct and everything. And uh, this all happened because of well, one of our common friends like was photographing her. Um And then he was like, "Oh my god!" Like, um, he 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 like straight out was like, "Oh, Shamin photographed the Copa America. Like, you should check his photos." And then she goes on to her phone and goes on my social media and starts checking my photos. And she goes like, "Oh my god!" Like, do you wanna photograph me like playing? I'm like, "Yes, Yes. (laughs) absolutely!" Like, is that even a question? Um, and well, what happened is like, she, she told me like, oh, like next time I come, I'm going to bring my my shoes like to be able to play and then we can go to one of like the, the soccer fields around and you can like just like we can do a photo session or something I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I, I was, like, it's like kind of like a combination of everything happening. Yeah, I felt like there was like a, a, a shining light on top of me.
0: Exactly. And so, like, oh. an Olympian, man. Yeah that's awesome. Wow, what a sweet gig. I I hope I hope it's one of those that like uh that that goes through. That's not one of the just like, oh yeah, let's do that and you're like, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, you know, what was kind of cool is like she like after like I left and everything, she contacted me and she's like, "Oh, it was really nice like meeting you and everything." So like she is at least a decent human <laughs> enough to, enough to send me <laughs>
0: Well, that, I know that, that's nice, man. I, I hope it, it turns into something like a cool opportunity like that for, for your work. Yeah. Um, this kind of relate, I had a question for you that kind of relates maybe to something like that because maybe that's the direction you would take it. Have, have you in your life ever thought of like starting your own business? And if so, what would you do? You're messing with me, Ryan? No. I mean, you didn't know?
1: No? I had my studio it was about to be open in Argentina. I even had the sign on the like wall and everything set. I didn't said. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I had my, my studio up and running in Argentina and then life happened and I had to come back to the US. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I had even like my logo and everything like made into this like super fancy, like um, golden, like 3D sign that I had it on the wall already like put and everything. And then, well, I had to, I had to come here, but yeah, um, that was what I wanted to do. Now, so
0: what was like kind of like the business model, what was your plan for the place?
1: Well, what I had was uh, like I had a, a studio with like some space to like photograph like family portraits and things like that. And I also had uh, a, like a moving kind of like setup that like I could go into like different locations and do like photographs and things. Mostly what I'm passionate about and which is kind of sound really weird is I'm really passionate about event photography.
0: Okay, yeah. And
1: I, I'm saying, like, I know it's going to sound weird because most of the people do event photography just to pay the bills. Like, they kind of, like, hate those kind of things. Um, yeah. But I what I love about it is that, like, for me, events are uh, memory makers. And yeah. a photo camera, it's a memory freezer. So... I like to be part of that, like, uh, I don't know, like for like a whole year, you have like a profile picture that is from the wedding of someone, they had that really nice shot of you or every anniversary you use the photo that, that I took as your profile picture or as like a memory of like how awesome that event was that makes me really proud Of my job, and like to be able to convey like feelings through images, it's what I want to do. It's the same thing with sports photography, actually. Like I love the fact that like the the images like freezing those moments. It's not only freezing the moment; it's freezing a play that changed the game. It's freezing like um, passion, in a way right? Like passion either by the athlete itself, like doing whatever they're doing or by the crowd around the athlete or like it's, there's always something like a a part of like a passion in it that like makes it like really fun. Um, So yeah, I could talk about these for hours.
0: No, uh, so I I was curious though, like, I don't want to sound like a naysayer just because I want to understand that uh, like if the big thing is you know, events, uh, concerts, sports, uh, you know, weddings, uh, whatever. Um, so then what is the need for a studio space?
1: Well, the studio, at least, well, back home, it would be for like people to find you, like you kind of like, okay, so this is one thing in Argentina is not, um, there's not much of a culture of like buying things online, not even services you usually go to a place and you talk face-to-face to someone and you kind of like interact so like the studio was mostly like an excuse to have a spot in where i will be found by customers
0: right like having a physical presence
1: having a physical presence and also it's a good place to like be editing and like sure
0: well, and i guess then it if if the if the importance culturally is like having those face-to-face conversations it probably adds like a legitimacy absolutely. to your business right like oh he has a studio well yes he's not just working in his room
1: and 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 it makes you stand out from the competition because like anyone that has a camera can pretend that it's a photographer but not everyone will have a studio you know, right. no, no one will dedicate that much effort into like the, the profession because a lot of people yeah. do it as a side gig so you're kind of like stating also the fact that like this is not a side gig for me you know
0: yeah this is what this I is do this is my
1: main thing um and 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 it's like I don't know it's it's kind of like um well it's a good location to to have like your like your own images right around the studio and then you can like kind of like show it it's like a gallery because like people don't like okay the youngsters they will go into instagram right and they'll check your images there but the old people, they, they they don't do that. They want like at least back then, they want to go to a place and they want to see like oh like this is your job. This this is amazing. This is how it could look in my house if I had a picture of my my grandkids or something like that. Right. So it's like a gallery slash studio kind of thing, and you can also use it as a location to do portraits. I wanted to be the one that introduced the concept of a Christmas card, because we don't ah. have those back home. People don't do those. Yeah. So I wanted to create that. So I was setting the place to be able to do like something like a green screen in the bag, take a shot and then make it into something or things like that. But yeah, I was going to run that one. It didn't happen. It probably will not happen again. And why am I saying this? If I go back to Argentina, I want to open my own coffee shop.
0: That's a big change.
1: Yes. And that is because of my life experience. I also always wanted to have one, but it was more like a retirement plan kind of thing. Like I wanted to have it sure. when I'm old and things like that. Now I kind of want to be young and own one of those. Like it's it's the environment to be like uh, as an owner and as an employee. And I know that like as an owner, I'll be able to bring like people that have that same kind of vibe and give it an environment for them. So that's why i want. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, in my y- youth and, like, early adulthood, those were a lot of places where, like, my social circles would be, right? you where safe we haven. would be hanging out. And, and also, like, as uh, musicians, when not doing, like, the big gigs, you know, in the bars at night or things like that, that was just another place to get work of, like, mm-hmm. hey, I can go in the afternoon and play acoustic or, like, you know, classical guitar for... Two to three hours and make a little extra money, like and mm-hmm. and and contribute to the environment, you know, of the place. Or going to the open mic nights and just seeing what people, you know, had going on that wasn't that wasn't like a build show where tickets and stuff. Just yep. going to see people putting out putting their art out into the world. That's cool. I didn't know that that was a that was a prospect for you.
1: It was always a dream. Now that I've been on the other side as a barista and like learning like the art of coffee because it's definitely an art. It's like a whole world in there and everything. And I was always passionate about it. And I always thought I knew a lot until I actually jumped into that pool and I realized how deep it is. Like, yeah, I had no idea about coffee, and I thought I did. But now I want, I kind of want to do, like I always wanted to do a place in where you can choose the grain of coffee from where in the world you want it. Like I kind of want to do like a combination of things. I don't want it to be just like another local Starbucks-like kind of place. I want it to be something different. And to be yeah. different back home would be to do things like, for example, like hiring a guitar player and having him there like during the day to like make the mood because that's not common. Um and and things like that. So yeah, I have a lot of ideas. Like, I want to apply.
0: Wow! All right, I I learned something in what this. What about one. you? Look at this! I learned a thing. So, uh, what about you? That was never, never a thought of mine in any way. Oh. Like even, you know, going through school and stuff like that, there were other therapists or like student therapists were going like, yeah, I want to start a private practice or, you know, I want to do something like that. And men, quite a few of them did. I was just always like, I would like to have a job at a place. Because it was like, I don't want to worry about business. I want to be a clinician, right? Like, and I want to do what I need to do. Um, so it was never a thought that I had. But uh, with the sort of burst in teaching demand that I've been getting mm-hmm. for like a very specific topic that's not a lot out there and there's been more interest and in things like that. Uh, I literally filed paperwork today to start my own private practice. So it's going, to, it's, I was told that it will take, uh, at least 12 weeks to get the paperwork settled with the state, because registering as a provider of medical services, there's a lot of red tape. Um, but I'm literally paying a company to do it for me, <laughs> to like do all of my paperwork. Um, but it has been filed, I've paid that company already, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to own a, a very small business very soon. After
1: the Civil War.
0: After the Civil War. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So ask, I, I've got to make it all, through that. First of all, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you.
0: I uh, never thought I would do it.
1: If you ever need a photographer, you can hire me. Uh, not like your wife has any kind of education in that or anything like that. No, um, she doesn't
0: have a degree in that or anything.
1: Um, <laughs> but if you ever want, you know, like one that knows like a guy, you know, uh <laughs> I'm, sorry, I it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know
0: a man that knows things. And man that knows how to grab them by the <laughs> Oh, I didn't know you were running for office. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, I I'm I mean honestly, I'm my plan is it not really to do I probably won't be actually providing any medical service. Uh mm-hmm. n- no sessions probably through my private practice because I work for a clinic. Um mm-hmm. that and that's what I do that for and I, they've uh greenlit this completely. Um but uh what I will be doing is like uh um I talked I've talked about this before how in my profession supervision means a different thing uh if you did uh, i don't recall uh supervision is literally like um you're you you are i would say you're walking a type rope between being another therapist therapist and uh, teacher you're kind of in the middle uh, right you're, so you're, you're like know, a like, mentor in a way yeah yeah it's like it's like mentoring them um but it, it's like a paid service, almost like you would pay a therapist. But okay. like rather than being like personal therapy, yeah, it's kind of like mentoring, um, and it's very common uh, in the field. And the requests for like that have gone up uh, a lot. So I'll probably just be doing that through there, and then like consulting places for my new pseudo specialty.
1: That's uh, not pseudo. Uh, it is. You are good enough to be asked to be on a thesis uh board to check. <laughs> Committee. <doing> yeah, <laughs> I like, come on man. Like you like yeah. you're trying to undermine it, but it's like this is some like freaking. Well awesome it, it also day. feels
0: weird to say like uh it's something that I've spent, you know, relatively compared to like people that are considered <laughs> experts, the time and stuff that's gone into it, I I just got into it faster and deeper than mm-hmm. others. Uh, so it's put, it, it it is. (laughs) So it put me, it put me ahead. Um, but there's going to like, I, I can't just stop and sort of put on the cap and say, I'm the expert now because people will surpass me very quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm still just working on it. It's, it's something that I feel confident in my knowledge. I'll say that, but it is weird to like do that to like, name a business, you know, put a, put a, you know, thing in for approval and like, what am I going to do for like, I have to, I guess I have to build a website, you know, (laughs) I have to like do stuff. Uh, Yeah. So I'll have to figure that out.
1: So is that the company going to do too, or that the company is just for filing the
0: paper? Mm. They're just doing all the legal stuff. They're filing, like, getting me a business license, getting it approved through the state, all of that stuff. They're, they're taking care of all of that for me. There's also a weird law in New York here, which I didn't know about. I wonder if it's just unique to here. But any new business in the county that they will be providing service for or selling or anything that they'll be working for, they have to put in Um, at least, yeah, they add. An ad on a newspaper? add in a newspaper it's and it's, so, it's yeah. a common
1: thing it's a common thing is it thing. and it's even common no to argentina
0: yeah i have to do that um they said like wait until all the other paperwork comes through it's more expensive than paying that company to file all my legal documents yep.
1: well i i don't know if you know the reason Jesus. why right it's, it's what? the reasons why you have to do that
0: i'm assuming to that it's like to show that it's a real company and not a shell corporation why
1: no it's uh, actually it comes from back in the time and where there wasn't uh, an official registry of like company names so it is for you to share with the area that you're opening this company with this name so if anyone has a claim for that name they have that time to to say like, hey, by the way, like I have that company already registered like under that name or that logo looks a lot like mine. So it's kind of like a way to expose your thing to the world openly without like having like, you know, because you could have a studio with like a little sign that says like, uh, like, I don't know, like your name and then your title and whatever. And you never have a sign or anything and you have the same company name as another company for a really long time without anyone knowing about it. So basically it's like a way to like show the world, like, this is my company. Does anyone has any claim over it? And then if not, then you can oh. start your, your thing.
0: Okay. That's weird. weird. It made no sense to me. Of, it does like, not. And especially with how expensive it is, oh my god, I, I'm glad so I'm going to be providing services in a different county in which I live, mm-hmm. which is nice. So like the business will be just registered to my house right where where I yeah. live. But I'll be working in another county so they I have to pay just the price of where I'm working. If I were to pay where I live, it oh. would have been like an an extra $400. <laughs> That's just extra. Uh, Ouch. on top of no, uh, so I, I don't mind saying the county that I'm going to be working in is over $400 to do that advertisement, but to do it in Queens, it was like closer to $900.
1: Damn, bro, that's yeah, well, um, but thankfully, I and I feel like in a way that kind of like narrows down like. Weird people that just want to have a company because they want to have a company. Because you're not gonna drop that much money for something that you're not sure is gonna work. You know, like, fair. Like you know you have like already like jobs lined up for that and like things like that. And that's why you're doing this. But like if I were to like open a photo studio, even that like I'm not hundred percent sure is gonna work. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna just drop nine hundred dollars to, like, advertise for something that may or may not work,
0: you know? Right. No, yeah, no, that makes sense. And it is funny because I'm not expecting this to be a, like, extremely lucrative thing. Like, it's definitely just going to be, like, a side gig thing. And it also... it it works around a few problems m- that my work was running into with providing certain types of services because mm-hmm. they can just contract my private practice, mm-hmm. which th- that makes that easy. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Which is why they're so willing to like, yeah, do it. Yeah. Because uh, they can outsource
1: that, you as like a, a professional.
0: Yeah. Or, or like there's certain categories, you know, under certain regulations of what places can provide what and it. But mine will be I. I'm filing as a separate business type ah, in the okay. clinic that I work for. So they can just go, oh, well, we contract that service in, right? Mm-hmm. And they can. You do it, um, and
1: then like they're like paying you to do it as like another company doing it.
0: Yeah, they uh, they'll charge the customer for it, but uh, pay me the money. That's awesome. Which is what they do anyway, right? Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, they charge the already, customer yeah. <laughs> and and pay me the money because that's how it already works. So. Just some extra paperwork in the middle, but that's fine. But, yeah, I'll have to figure all, all of that stuff out. And I was trying to think, oh, I have to list a phone number. I don't want to list my cell phone number because that will be in the advertisements. So I've got to, like, get a... I'll probably just do, like, a Google Voice number.
1: You can do a Google Business number, actually. Like
0: Yeah, but you have to pay for those. Yeah. So, But, like, a personal Google Voice number, who cares? Like... True, true. few people will probably ever call it just use a gmail with the name you know so that's free no big deal that stuff will be easy but uh yeah it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing because it was just never an aspiration of mine but it just seems sort of dumb not to do it
1: it's good man i feel like i don't i know your path it's like completely different but like I mean, it's another side step that it might become like a, the, like a bigger thing than you think. You know, just like, oh, like maybe this becomes your main income in the future. Maybe this like blows and like blows up and like goes into like a massive like thing or something like that you never know. I mean, true. Um, oh, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to tell you something about like the podcast. Apparently, the podcast is now the main source of information of my life for my family, uh,
0: filtered. <laughs> Which family members?
1: Filtered by my brother, my older brother.
0: Uh, oh. The, okay. The so so he, he's English, the so. damn in the way. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he's like texted me the other day, he's like, Oh, so like you're moving out again? Like, I didn't know about that. I was like, Oh shit, yeah, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah, like I'm
0: planning <laughs> I'm on moving well, out. Well, it's also know, the but... source of me getting information about you because uh, we were figuring out what time to record today, and you're like, Oh, I have a new job.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, what? 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 Well, that one my family knows about. Well, at least my brother knows. I don't know if my parents know. Um, but yeah. Mm. It's um funny. basically the only way I socialize now. <laughs> it's with you and through you,
0: <laughs> through me to other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 uh. What do you want? I, Hold your I, finger up at me.
1: I, I wanna, I wanna ask. Like, I know this is not closing like time yet, but like, I wanna ask if anyone like has any like business idea that they think is like crazy or something like that or like i always wanted to like sell bubble gum by the meter or something like that you know like one of those like kind of things like what would you do
0: oh yeah 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 i i i like that not in a way where it's like tell us your business ideas and we'll steal them no like uh what what were something that you were interested in doing you know regardless of feasibility
1: yeah, i wanted to buy cereal in bulk and then resell it as like little cups for like school by the bulk, like something like that you know like what was a crazy business idea business idea that you had to like you want to share with us
0: uh i was just i was trying to think of the episode title uh and i don't quite have it but i'm writing something down <laughs> so that'll that'll be a that'll be good Um, uh, I, oh, one small thing before we end. So I had to do another, uh, sort of, uh, for another business or like education company do a course, uh, this week that I recorded. Um, it was the biggest one yet, like the longest and the most content. Um, uh, so I, I had to, uh, uh, make that work. And, uh, it was a, it was honestly a really long day. I started work at nine in the morning and then I came home and had to record the course with them, like in a live virtual meeting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so then it finished at nine. It was like a straight 12 hour day. And afterwards, uh, uh, I remember Chelsea asked me, like, do you need anything? Do you want anything? And I just went, I would really want a refreshing cold, drink and then I will go to bed right that was my plan so I was like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little classy on this one you know I've got some nicer uh gin I have a couple like fancy tonic bottles that were in the back of the fridge of this brand that I really like and I was like cool I'm gonna do that so uh I pour my gin in I grab one of the one of the fancy bottles from the back uh pour in the right ratio uh throw some ice in there I'm like perfect this is going to be great i've literally changed into a robe to drink this beverage okay. like i'm like this, is, the, this, this is yeah oh yeah 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 like this is full mad men you know like end of the day and um i like take a, a tiny little sip of it as i finish it in the kitchen and like there was a little of like that was kind of weird and i go you know walking into the living room where i'm going to sit down and relax and i take some more big sips and i'm like this is a funky ass drink. What the, f- what the, f- what the fuck is this? And like, I keep trying to drink more of it, and it just tastes the same. There's this weird like bitterness in it. I'm like, What the hell? I walk in, and like, that's the bottle of gin. I didn't mess that up. And so I pull out the the. It's that's like fair. a fancy uh, tonic uh, water. Is like in a glass. It's mm-hmm. actually like a small little glass of single servings. And I look at it. And it's the same brand and everything, but it says Club Soda. Oh. I was man. like, oh, no fucking wonder. Like, a, a gin and Club Soda is what I had made. And I really didn't like it one bit. It was, And the thing that made me the most mad about it was, like, I put really nice gin into that. <laughs> like, I so felt like you, I
1: ruined it. But did you finish it?
0: Yes, because I'm not going to waste it. Good. Uh but i thought that was funny which brings
1: me to the word in spanish that you're gonna have to learn today and this is going to be really useful for you mierda no so the the words are cultura
0: alcoholica uh alcohol culture yes
1: that is that is the the literal translation of it what does what does it mean and this is not from like Instagram. This is from my phone. I wrote it down because I was talking with my friend, and I was like, "Oh shit! I need to tell, like, teach that to Nick." Um, okay. Basically, it means that you. We have an expression in Spanish, at least in Argentina, that it means you know how to drink. You know how. You know how to drink. Yes, the culture in this concept, in this like, context, is not about like knowing about drinks, it's about knowing your own self and how much you can handle and how much you can't and where to stop and when not to, right? Like, ha- okay. how to, like that would be having cultura alcohólica,
0: right? Interesting.
1: Which also brings it to the point of like how much you can drink. Right. Like a lot of people are like, oh, like this guy has been drinking since like he's 14. He has a lot of cultura alcoholica. Like.
0: It seems like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It it seems like that might also apply to. So there's certain phrases in like, uh, you know, English that will say like, you know, people's a lightweight or, you know, they can drink a lot. But that just goes into how much they can drink before they become drunk. But this sounds like it's more like it doesn't matter whether it's a little or a lot. You know yourself. Yes. And so you can you can balance out. Like if I'm going to go out with friends and we're going to be out for six hours, I can uh, steadily have drinks with them without ever like having to be like, oh, man, how are we going to get this guy home?
1: Yeah. Without ever getting stupid, like which is one of the things that drives
0: me insane
1: about the U.S., is how people drink here and like don't know their limit, don't know their culture. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. th- this, this word, it's right in between um, like he can hold his liquor and he knows how much to drink. It's right there. Like, yeah, it could mean sometimes he can hold his liquor and it also means he knows how much to drink and how to drink it. Right. And yeah, and basic things like you don't mix, uh, like hard liquor with other kind of drinks and things like that. That's kind of like knowledge that comes from drinking. It's having cultura alcohólica.
0: Right, knowing knowing oneself. That's that's an interesting. I like I like the phrase for that means in that context. So write into us. What's your limit? What can you do?
1: How many shots of tequilas can you take in a row before you black out?
0: Uh, can I say half of one? Because I hate that garbage. Um, but, <laughs> that but also, yeah, I, I think that is interesting. Like, have, have you ever, can, uh, your earlier question, like, have you ever thought of creating a business idea or like something you would like to do, you know, for work, regardless of uh, you know, the money of how that would work out or anything. I'm just, I'm very curious of people's interesting ideas of what they'd like to do. And I promise we won't steal them unless they're really, really good. Yeah. I didn't know they let girls play soccer.